welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I'm your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, Mike is in the building. Go ahead and say hi, Michael. Say hi. Hi. Thank you. Very wordy as always, Mike. You guys might also know our good newest best friend in the whole wide world, Dell, is standing in the corner on standby, if you will. Dell, let the folks at home know you are real. I'm definitely a real person in the room. Thank you very much, sir. And I am Chris. You guys might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. The World, Comedy, Laser Lemon, Gaming, Uploader.com, the website that brings them all together. But of course, if you're listening to this show, you most likely know us from Chris to Chris, the only podcast that something, something, something. I don't know. Whatever I said in the beginning, that's what we do. You can subscribe to Chris or Chris. You could. Oh, my gosh. You know what? It's too early into the show to be losing the script, folks. Okay? You can get this podcast anywhere podcasts are sold for free. All those podcasting apps. In fact, if you were listening to this show, maybe bootleg, even though it's free, it's possible to be listening to this bootleg somehow. We're on uploaded.com. You could download it. You could stream it. Whatever. Even if you're doing that, even if you're listening bootleg, I would really appreciate it if you if you have a podcasting app. Maybe if you don't have one, you can get one just so you can give us a favorable something, a favorable interaction, a thumbs up, a five-star uh, review, or an actual worded review. Something nice. You know, something nice. Why not? Why not? We're trying to get 8 billion potential listeners, and apparently the only way to do that in uh, 2020 is to dive deep into the algorithm. So that's what we need from you. And you know what? This episode, damn it, I intend to earn your favor if I have not yet done so. So let's do it. Let's, let's just dive into it, right? Uh, we, we, have a, uh, we have an episode, a show. We have a show for you this week. Possibly a wonderful show. We'll see. We're going to be uh, uh, going deep into the coronavirus because if you've been alive this week, you, you, I think you understand that it's pretty much impossible not to at this point. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some St. Patrick's Days. We're gonna talk about movie delays. Several movies have been delayed. Sports delays and cancellations, and and uh, we're gonna talk about our our good friend Jim Baker. We talked about him uh, about twenty one episodes ago. Well, old Jimmy's up to his shenanigans again. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about him. We're gonna talk about the Nintendo. PlayStation. We're going to answer some wonderful listener questions. It will be a good time. If not, your money back. And, you know, you're not giving me any money as of yet, so gotcha. I gotcha. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, it's Friday uh, the 13th as of the airing of this episode, and I think that's very appropriate. It's very, it's a very appropriate way to cap off this week. Friday the 13th. And we've done a Friday the 13th episode. So this is, I think this is our second Friday the 13th, possibly third. Maybe we didn't acknowledge it the first time. I don't know. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. But St. Patrick's Day is on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday. Actually, I have next Wednesday off, the day after St. Patrick's. So maybe I'm supposed to get hammered on St. Patrick's Day. I think that that's what St. Patrick himself would have wanted. Hey, Chris, you know what? You got the day off. You got the day off. I need you to to celebrate my birthday or whatever the hell. Whatever the hell my day is for. I need you to celebrate it by getting hammered on green liquor. And you know, it actually works out perfect because I'm doing my taxes on Wednesday as well. 
And I don't want the H&R Block guy to think of some kind of pagan that doesn't celebrate Leprechaun Day, right? But we've got uh, bigger fish to fry here. Apparently, as mentioned before, this, uh, this coronavirus thing is uh, not going away anytime soon. It's, it's causing people to go kind of nuts. There's, uh, you've probably seen it by now, but there's videos of, like, practically empty airplanes flying from place to place to place because everybody is scared to travel right now. And understandable. If you've ever been on an airplane, you, you might be aware that it's disgusting. If you're not aware, it's because you are the reason it's disgusting. So... Yeah, uh, people are, uh, they're just wasting money because I don't know how much jet fuel costs, but it's expensive enough to melt steel beams. So people are, are, are going to Hawaii dirt cheap right now. So if I didn't have a baby on the way, honestly, I'd probably be trying to book a flight. Honestly. Honestly. And uh, there's these same memes just keep popping up over and over and over again. People are selling toilet paper and hand sanitizer and dime bags. It's hilarious. In fact, you, you, probably, you might have seen this one. Uh, a 7-Eleven owner just recently got in trouble because she was making her own hand sanitizer and selling it. And multiple kids uh, were burned. Their skin was burned by her homemade hand sanitizer. Anyway point is that the panic is clearly real, right? People are uh, really buying all of the water bottles and all of the toilet paper and all of the Purell that they can get their hands on, and it's frankly just ruining things for the rest of us. I go into Target, and they're like, we've got water, we've got water, check out this 24-pack of Dasani. Now, if you're not aware, Dasani bottles are filled directly from a hose outside. And you should not be spending money on them unless somebody is forcing you to do so at gunpoint. Now, they were also selling like 12 packs of smart water for $16 a pack, which sounds very smart if you are Target and very dumb if you are you. So... I can't buy any of the, the necessities that are needed in this world because everybody is suddenly crazy. Costco has lines that go out of the store for miles and miles and on, on end. People travel from Mecca on their knees over to Costco. I don't know, is that sacrilegious, Mike? I need you to edit that out if that is somehow sacrilegious and get going to get us uh, some kind of uh, threat. Anyway, uh, Costco now has, uh, they, they've prevent, they're blocking people. They're blocking people? They're banning people that don't have a membership from accessing their, their food court. Now, if, if you have a Costco that has an indoor food court, you're like, what's new? I don't, I don't get it. They, they've always been doing that. If you've ever been to a Costco that has an outdoor food court, which exists, it's been a, it's been a, nice, it's been a nice free ride. Whoa, hey, buddy, let's go get a, a $2 slice of pizza. Let's go get a hot dog and a drink for $1.50. No more. You got to pony up for that $50, $60 a year, whatever it is now for that membership fee. Speaking of Costco, I, I've got a dilemma here. I need water and soap, but I also don't want to stand in a line with a bunch of, what's a nice word for assholes? Whatever that word is, them. So I need to decide whether or not it is worth it for me to go to Costco. We're going to keep thinking about this. We're going to put a pin on it. But first, it's just the tip 
of the week. All right, I've got a, a very simple tip this week. After you buy groceries, put all of them away. All of them. Not just some of them, put all of them away. I went looking for my, my frozen mac and cheese on Monday because that is the dinner of a boss, frozen mac and cheese. I could not find it in the freezer. Immediately, I'm thinking, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm going into panic mode. See, what happened was, we got home from grocery shopping. I put all the frozen food away and went to the bathroom, as you do, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom, but I gotta get this frozen food away before I forget. So after I go to the bathroom, I forgot to put the rest of the food away because I am a boss. And apparently, gravity is a cruel bitch because the box of Malta meal fell over on my frozen mac and cheese and I did not see it happen. So 28 hours later, I'm hungry for dinner like a boss and I find it at room temperature under the box of Malta meal on the counter. Now normally, this is not a deal breaker, right? Frozen foods have so many preservatives in them that you could probably leave them out for a week and be fine, right? It, it would be unsettling, you'd be unsure, but most likely you'd be all right. You'd be all right. But this was not just any frozen mac and cheese. This was Annie's Organic Mac and Cheese. This was the only time I've ever checked the ingredients on a box, hoping that that thing was chock full of preservatives. But nothing, nothing, nothing. It was clean. It was clean, like I was set up, like I was a DEA agent set up on a bad drug deal. It was clean, all right? So I threw it in the trash, threw it in the trash, and I feel bad about that. I probably could have fed it to a, a hungry bird or something. Actually, would that expand like rice and kill the bird? I don't know. This week's tip is to make sure that all of your frozen food is put away before you go to the bathroom. Unless it's full of preservatives, in which case, you're probably fine. I actually went grocery shopping today, too. It was, it was a packed joint in there, and they were out of all the good stuff. I, I, I spent probably an hour at the grocery store by myself, which is unheard of for me as a single man by myself. You know, if I go in there with my wife, yeah, an hour is possible, but neither of us want to be there that long. Especially, you know, if it's not just a grocery store. Maybe you're going to a Target or something that sells groceries, and, uh, you, you know, your wife can get distracted, you can get distracted. But as a guy going into a grocery store by myself, that was not my intent. The place was packed, and they didn't have anything. They didn't have anything that wasn't just, you know... I mean, they did have some canned food. You don't care. You don't care. Point is, the world is possibly ending, or at least people are acting that way. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. Before I forget, before we move on to the actual video game portion of Video Game Corner, we got to talk about some movie news. So this is a very coronavirus, COVID-19-themed episode. And it is affecting things. I don't know if you've been paying attention at all, you know, besides me for the last 10, 12 minutes talking about this sort of thing. But it is, it is starting to affect things. It is starting to affect things. Uh, March Madness has been canceled. The, I think the 
uh, uh, MLS, Major League Soccer, for all our, our international fans out there, I believe has been canceled. The NBA has been suspended. The season has been suspended. Baseball has been delayed. They canceled spring training. They've pushed back the actual baseball season by two weeks, which I think is honestly an optimistic joke. It'll probably get delayed much longer, possibly, you know, forever. Disney parks all around the world have been uh, closed until, they say April 1st, but honestly, this could also go way beyond that. And... What we're trying to get at, besides, I oh, you know what? Last week, we talked about um, E3. E3, I said, was possibly, probably going to get canceled. It has now officially been canceled as well. So everybody's going to be doing their own Nintendo Direct, essentially. Their own video presentation. We haven't been given dates on any of this nonsense. But uh, that's what's going on. So, yeah, the world is in chaos. But now... We have more news, and this is Hollywood affecting. So, this isn't about video game movies per se, at least not yet, but several movies have been uh, pushed back. And by back, I mean way back. The one movie I really wanted to see was A Quiet Place Part 2. First one was pretty good. That movie, John Krasinski got on the horn on Twitter and he said, Yo, uh, we wanted people to see this movie, so we're going to delay it. It's been delayed indefinitely. They didn't give us a date. It's just, you know, whenever this shit just sorts itself out. We have no idea when. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but uh, the new James Bond movie was supposed to come out pretty soon. That movie has been delayed to November as of last week. But uh, this week, all sorts of things. The New Mutants, the New Mutants, which was, uh, I think, was supposed to come out in 2017. That movie has been delayed over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it finally had a date. It finally had a new date. It was finally gonna happen in, I think, April. And it's not happening. It's not happening. It, it has been also delayed indefinitely. No date. We've also uh, been told that Mulan, this is the big one, Mulan... Disney's Mulan live-action remake, PG-13 Mulan, has been delayed indefinitely. Now, there's been a lot of talk about Mulan because, you know, coronavirus started in China, and uh, China has become this big movie market for Hollywood over the last few years, and they're just saying, look, Disney's, Disney's in a... They're going to get screwed on this movie, and Disney doesn't want to get screwed on this movie. They don't want to lose all that Chinese money and American money. So they've delayed, they've, they've pulled it from their calendar. No more Mulan, at least for the time being. The other big movie, and this one is significant because they actually gave us a time frame. So we, we said earlier that James Bond got pushed to November. This was a big one. Fast 9, Fast and Furious 9. Movie was supposed to come out this May. It has officially been delayed to next April. April 2021. That is huge. That is a an 11 month delay. An 11 month delay. That that leads that that's such a specific large delay that I think whoever produced that movie had a hand in creating the coronavirus. They're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be okay by by you know uh, March. 2021, we'll have this shit sorted out. So, yeah, 
uh, I think if there's anybody to investigate, it's the producers of Fast 9. So, uh, yeah, the, those are the big movie delays. New Mutants, Mulan, Fast 9, uh, James Bond, and whatever the other one I said was. It's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. But I think we're supposed to talk about some video games in this video game corner, so let's do that. The Nintendo PlayStation has been sold at auction for $360,000 to Greg Macklemore, the founder of Pets.com. Now, before we move on here, I just wanted to point out that because of this article, I tried going to Pets.com. It redirects you to PetSmart.com. Greg Macklemore, Macklemore, like the the rapper, I guess. Uh, Greg Macklemore, the rapper, I think he made a, a killing selling this URL, Pets.com, to PetSmart. The, the early 90s was the best time you could possibly buy a URL, especially like a basic URL. Imagine buying Cats.com or Books.com or, or Boobs.com dirt cheap and selling the URL for millions of dollars. Those people that do that are called Domain Squatters, and I'm hoping to become one of them one day. Specifically, one day, several years ago. Anyway, uh, this guy, Greg, he uh, bought the Nintendo PlayStation for $360,000. He said that he plans to open up a gaming museum one day. And I don't know if he actually plans to do that or not, but it was the smart thing for him to say. Because as soon as this thing went up for auction... People were complaining that it needed to be in a gaming museum, not some rich guy's house, that he's never going to touch it, right? Because it's a piece of history. I think that this is the only one in existence that we know about. We know where it is. We've seen pictures of it. And if you don't know what it is, you might be confused. The Nintendo PlayStation. No, that's it's Sony PlayStation, Chris. You, you dick. It's Sony PlayStation. Well, I'll give you a quick history on this. Uh, the PlayStation name originated with Nintendo and Sony. It was going to be a joint venture. It was a, a Super Nintendo add-on, I believe. Man, I should, I should know that. Um, it, it was going to be a CD add-on, CD-ROM add-on, when CD-ROM was the new big thing. And it was, uh, it sounded like it was a bad deal for Nintendo overall because Sony was going to, uh, excuse me, uh, get money for the the uh, the games, the licensing of the games. They were gonna, I think they were going to get 100% of the profits on it. I don't know. I don't know the details. I just explained them poorly for you for the entertainment of a podcast. Point is, Nintendo didn't like the deal. They pulled out at the last second, didn't tell Sony, and they, they made an announcement on stage saying that they were going with, I think, Philips instead for the, uh, the CDI or some other thing. I don't know. Point is... It didn't happen for Sony, and Nintendo inadvertently created one of the biggest rivals they could possibly create in the video game industry. Sony went for blood. They're like, they spent so much money investing in this thing. Sony actually created the sound chip in the Super Nintendo, which was vastly superior to any console sound chip at the time, especially to the Sega Genesis, which had some awesome soundtracks, but they sounded very tinny, tinny, like metal tinny. It just didn't it just didn't hold a candle to it. There was nothing like Donkey Kong Country's soundtrack on the Super Nintendo compared to anything on the Sega Genesis. And that's not just my opinion. That is a verified fact in the book of facts. Anyway, 
that's the uh, the Nintendo PlayStation. It was supposed to be a Nintendo Sony project. You know, they could have made it, and it could have failed, and Sony would have maybe been done with it. Maybe been done with it. The video game industry could be in a completely different spot right now. Nintendo could have been in, in had a completely different atmosphere right now. Anyway, anyway, that's what's going on. So we also mentioned that E3 has been canceled this year. Uh, the ESA was really trying to act like it wasn't totally inevitable, but yeah, yeah, it's done. It's done. So uh, no E3. They might be doing some kind of digital show, but like e the ESA might be putting out some kind of digital E3, but it's just not the same. It's just not the same. You're not going to have the outlets all there covering it the same. It's just it's just going to be uh, kind of a joke. So perfect time to launch a new PlayStation and Xbox this year. By the way, uh, Sony has been uh, transparent as mud on this whole thing. They're not talking anything about the PS5. Microsoft keeps, every week it seems like Microsoft is telling something new. They're like, oh yeah. 12 teraflops, it, it does this, it does that. We're going to have uh, an E3 presentation of our own, a digital direct of our own, later this uh, early summer. We'll talk about it in a few weeks. Sony's like, fuck off. We'll tell you when we tell you. We are the market leader right now. So no E3 this year. Thank you very much, Chinese bats or whatever it was in uh, Wuhan. Anyway, I want to get back to this Costco dilemma because I know that's what you're worried about. I, I'm a little pissed off because all of a sudden, a world full of idiots woke up and they said, hey, hey, I should wash my hands after I take a shit. My wife, uh, the other day, she told me about this chick from the Cheetah Girls. You know that uh, Disney Channel movie, the Cheetah Girls? Her name is uh, Adrian Baylone. I don't know how you, how you pronounce her name. We'll call her Adrian. Yo, Adrian. That's her name. Yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. Uh, she said that she does not wash her hands at home. And when she says that, I, I hear, oh, you don't wash your hands at home. You also don't wash your hands anywhere else. You don't wash your hands unless there's some kind of bugs crawling out of your fingernails. You don't wash your hands. You don't wash your hands. So I looked up the, the, the clip she was talking about. She's on this uh, uh, daytime chick show. I think I think it's The Real. That's what the show's called, The Real. She's on this show with uh, one of the TN Tamaras. And uh, yo, Adrian says, I don't touch my dirty ass. The, the, the toilet paper touches my dirty ass. She says something along those lines. And then she says, everyone else at my house is sick right now, but not me, the germ lover, me, is not sick. She called herself the germ lover, something like that. She said, I'm not sick. Everyone else is sick. And everyone else is probably sick, yo, Adrian, because mama keeps giving us food with her shit particles caked onto everything. Y'all are fucking gross, y'all. You're fucking gross. You know, you guys wouldn't be buying all the soap and Purell if you guys had any hygiene to begin with. You would have had soap already. You wouldn't be like, oh, Oh, I guess I live in a world of filth. Maybe I should clean this shit up. And then you just panic and you buy everything. So nobody gets anything. It took a fucking pandemic for you to think, oh shit, maybe I should clean myself every now and then. Now, it is possible to go overboard, right? You do need some germs to build up an immune system. 
but half the people I work with are coughing and sniffling all year because they're nasty as f***. We're cursing a lot in this episode, but this brings it out of you, I guess. So I'm going to add a point to the don't go to Costco camp. You know, I, I'm still thinking about it, but I'm, I'm going to be standing in line with a bunch of slobs and doomsday preppers, and that just doesn't sound fun to me. I'm like, is this a bad time for a potluck? I, I don't know if I want to eat anything that my coworkers made. Then again, I'm not sure I want to eat anything that anyone made. You know, a potluck, not just from coworkers, family members even. Like, yo, I don't trust y'all. I, I see what you guys do. I see what you guys do and touch. I, I, I just kind of prefer, you know, making myself or my own family. Because my own family is clean, right? Right? This is, this is magnifying the germaphobe, I guess. We're going to get back to this. We're going to get back to it. But first, let's move on to the news. Okay, look, this is going to be uh, more coronavirus nonsense, but that is definitely the theme of the week. Not just here on this show, it's just the theme of the week, and you understand that, I think, if you're listening to the show. So a few months ago, we talked about this guy, Jim Baker. He was selling this uh, prayer coin that had Trump on it, and they, they pretty much said that the more people that bought it, the more powerful your prayers for Trump would be or some other nonsense, right? The guy is a total charlatan, except, except of course, for this, uh, this powerful Trump prayer coin, right? I think he might be on to, uh, on to something about this or, or telling the truth at the very least, right? I think he might know something we don't know about that prayer coin. Anyway, old Jimmy went and got himself into some hot water again. You know, he went to prison in the 90s, uh, rightfully so, and got out way before his sentence was over. Anyway, on uh, February 20th, 20th or uh, February 12th of this year, the, the Jim Baker Show brings on this woman. Her name is Cheryl Selman. Very appropriate name. It's the word Selman, all in one word. Cheryl Selman. She starts talking about this product she's selling on his website called uh, Silver Solution. Jim asks Cheryl, would this be good at killing the coronavirus? And she's like, yup, yup. You know, we haven't tested it on this strain of the coronavirus, but all those other coronavirus strains works like a charm. Kills that shit in less than 12 hours. And so Jimmy's like, yo, yo. That's dope, Cheryl. That's dope. You dumb shits, listen up. You dumb shits can buy this on my website for $80 a bottle. Up to like $300 for some whatever, you know, package of bottles you can get. 80 bucks a bottle minimum, right? And normally, Jimmy Baker, he gets away with this nonsense, right? He's, he's conning old people into buying buckets of dehydrated food and, and Trump prayer coins, right? But selling a fake cure at the height of the growing popularity of the coronavirus, that's where he crosses the line, apparently. He's got attorney generals from, from uh, Mississippi and New York telling him to shut that shit down pronto. Even the White House told him to cut it out. And Trump promotes all kinds of crazy nonsense. He gave Rush Limbaugh, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. There are no rules here, folks. And Jim Baker, you know, he's always talking about great things about Trump. 
So, you know, it's probably a slight to him. Like, yo, I say so many nice things about you and you do me like this, Trump? So there's no rules. There's no rules unless you try to hawk your vitamin pill as a cure to a global flu outbreak. Apparently that is where you cross the line. The, the New York Healthcare Bureau Chief, Lisa Landau, she sent uh, Mr. Baker a letter that said, if you keep selling this garbage, we will fine the shit out of you. $5,000 per violation, bitch. Anyway, I thought that this Silver Solution stuff sounded great because, of course, it does. So I went to his website to buy some, but they took down the page. They took down the page. They bowed to the pressure of attorney generals and the White House. Those cowards. Those cowards. Anyway, hopefully we can get some uh, justice for Jim soon. I think there is a prison cell that uh, really misses him. All right, I think we've talked enough about the, uh, the coronavirus today. But have we talked enough about Costco? I already mentioned how they're not letting people buy food from their outdoor food courts if you're not a member, which has been great for cutting down the lines at the outdoor food court. It's just not great if you want a cheap meal. So if you're poor, can't afford that Costco membership, it's not a great thing for you, but it's good for, for shorter lines. I don't. If, if you're poor, though, you don't really care about the line, I guess. Why am I talking about lines? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked Amazon just for shits and giggles uh, to see what their toilet paper situation was uh, because everybody's out of toilet paper. Luckily, uh, my wife and I bought toilet paper right before the panic started. We just needed toilet paper, so we bought toilet paper. And uh, I just wanted to see, you know, what's going on with the toilet paper situation on Amazon. Maybe people can get it online. Total shit show. Total shit show. Almost everything was listed as currently unavailable. Everything sold out. Everything is sold out. I did see a pack of toilet paper made from bamboo going for like $110, though. I guess that's an option. Other than that, you, you could buy like novelty toilet paper with Trump's face or Hillary's face on it. Probably made by the same people, by the way. <clears throat> Maybe I'll finally get a bidet, you know? Just, just spray the dirt away. Anyway, I've decided not to go to Costco until the, the world calms down a little bit. I hope uh, that didn't worry you too much. <clears throat> I told my wife that we'd be debating the merits of whether or not I should go to Costco this week. And she said, yeah, you definitely need to get more people on this show, bro. So that was her opinion of this week's 75th episode. 75 episodes. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Del, what time is it? Chris to Chris presents Listen Question Time. Thank you, Dell. We have some great listener questions this week. First question comes from Ken. Ken asks, Now that Mike has dropped out of the presidential race, will he be more focused on his audio engineering and best friend duties? That is a great question, Ken. Mike has uh, definitely been slacking big time in the best friend department. Mike... My son's uh, zeroth birthday party is in like a week and a half. Oh my gosh, a week and a half. Wow. Mike, I need you to throw like a, an awesome surprise party together before then or by then, right? But you can't come. So it might be a little hard logistically. So if you could just get on that, please. Colos Dolos asks, would Mike be free to go swim with the fishes on Sunday? Colos, now that most churches are pretty much closed for Corona Sundays. 
Mike has absolutely no plans this weekend. He would love to go swim with your fishes. Thank you for the offer, Colos. Uh, please expect a PM or DM from Mike soon. Ken asks, have you ever worn a gecko costume and why? That is a, a, a wonderful, appropriate question that I'm sure you have no reason for asking, but I have a wonderful reason for answering. Yes, I have. I have a video on YouTube, Chris vs. the World channel that I plug so often, called Gecko Bomb. And uh, I parody the uh, Geico Gecko. And I'm running around the city, the cities of California, in a gecko costume. I eat flowers, talk to strangers, talk to old friends. It's a wonderful, wonderful time. So look up Gecko Bomb. You'll, you'll see me. Maybe, you know what? Screw it. We're going we're gonna to throw it in the uploaded page for this episode. I also have a, a few other videos with the gecko costume. Uh, one where I try Japanese foods. Another one where I see the uh, end of Star Wars for the first time. It's a wonderful thing. Thank you for the question, Ken. Joe asks, who do you think you are? And what exactly gives you the right? Joe, my name is Toby Flenderson. And I sell paper. Thanks for the question, Joe. Really appreciate that. Love it. Ken asks, if you had to pick one fast food restaurant to destroy, which one would you choose? It's a great question. There are so many fast food chains worthy of destruction. I think we can all agree on that. In the 90s, the French fries from Carl's Jr. or Hardee's, depending on where you live, they were garbage, unequivocal garbage, unequivocal, unequivocal, that's a word. They were garbage. They were green, cold, shrimpy little fries. They were terrible. You could tell that uh, they were just pulled right from the freezer burn. Like they came to the, to the restaurant with the freezer burn caked onto them. They just threw them into the fryer. They were garbage. They were garbage. Now, they've gotten a lot better, but uh, back then, they were begging to be destroyed. Just begging for it. Now, the stuff that they serve at Wiener Schnitzel and Sonic is only called food because of corruption at the FDA. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Sometimes you're just craving it. You're like, yo, I, I could really use a chili dog. I could really use an uh, 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 at-home colonoscopy. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's not good food. It's just not. It's just not. You don't go to those places. Like, Wiener Schnitzel fries are still very bad to this day. And, again, the the hot dogs and the chili dogs, they, they're they edible. They might even taste good sometimes. But you know you're not eating real food. You could just feel it. You're like, you know, my, my mouth just is able to easily chew through this. But I'm sure this is not food. This is not food. Same with Sonic. And Sonic food does not even taste good. It's the most plainest, blandest food I could possibly imagine. Anytime, like, I think every 12 years, I will order some kind of food from Sonic and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it would be. This is trash. But of all the fast food places that I can think of, only one has given me violent food poisoning, and that is Taco Bell. I think I've told this story before, but if I haven't, you guys remind me and we will tell it on maybe the next episode. 
But uh, just to give you a quick gist, Taco Bell had me vomiting for days in the mid-90s, and it was a very public event for me. And I really enjoyed it, and I haven't forgiven them since. So uh, they'd get the, the big red nuke button from me if uh, it was up to me. Thanks for the question, Ken. Ken has one more question. Ken asks, will you continually push the PG-13 line or go straight to R? Ken, I think eventually we will go to R. You know, we, uh, we always kind of uh, border on this. We have the uh, explicit content warning on the show, even though, you know, we're not being vulgar or anything, but we do censor the, the hard swears most of the time. And that's just because we want to be a little bit more family-friendly, you know, just to get that 8 billion listenership. But I think eventually uh, life just takes you to R. You just get dragged to R eventually. And I'm feeling pretty R right now. Thanks for the question, Ken. Uh, I, I don't want to be a bummer. So we'll just leave it at that, right? Right now we're straddling that Stranger Things line where it could we could we could say some harsh words, we can have some violent content... But at the end of the day, we're for families. Anyway, we asked a poll on our Facebook page, which you can follow us, and you should follow us, or like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instant Graham Cracker, at Up and Loaded. On all of them, we are Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. And last week we asked on our Facebook, what is your most anticipated video game movie? A third of you said Free Guy. A third of you said monster hunter a third of you said the mario movie i have respect for that one i have respect for that one free guy even looks uh fairly interesting to me zero percent of you said mortal Kombat or uncharted uncharted i am still like you know i i want it to be good but it's been such a, a disaster so far mortal Kombat, though that is an R-rated Mortal Kombat movie. We had two Mortal Kombat movies in the 90s, both of which were PG-13, and that was a very M-rated game at the time. And there's a whole history on that we could talk about uh, another day. But an R-rated Mortal Kombat movie? You spiked my interest. Now, I can't guarantee it's going to be good, but you've spiked my interest. This week's poll asks, Do you know where I can buy any water? Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the show, as I mentioned before. Anywhere podcasts are sold for free. Follow us on those social media pages. It should be fun. I think, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I said in a week and a half from now, our our, our, our son's going to be born. So, you know what? We are in the final hours of the show for a while. So, wow. I think next week is going to be our last episode for a good bit. You know, we, we won't be non-existent. If you follow us on social media, we will be there we will be there so do that follow us on up and loaded at up and loaded anywhere up and loaded's are sold for free this has been episode 75 of chris to chris do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else